Big fight weekend on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented to you by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you in part by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app right now. Use the promo code SGP and claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways. And put yourself in the running for a $1 million cash top prize. Use the promo code SGP. Get your share of $100 million in prizes. It's only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, or any other betting action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for a 20% off discount on your first subscription. That's BetQL.co and the promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code SGP20. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, don't forget to sign up for the Free Roll Football Contest, where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, T.J. Reeves. Yes, we are ringing the bell, and we're ready for the first weekend in September, Labor Day weekend here in the U.S., depending on when you're hearing us. They will be laboring with some fight cards, not only in the United States and North America, but all over the world. We'll focus in on that the news of the week, and much more. I am merely the somewhat competent host of the program. He is the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. Welcome back, Week Sauce Radio, Marquise Johns, as we get ready for another weekend of fights. How you feeling? Pretty good, TJ. Never weekend of fights, as you just mentioned, and a lot of them. It's, it feels like, TJ, despite everything going on around the world, Boxing is slowly back to what it used to be, and I'm looking forward to all this stuff coming coming yeah. down the pipe down the line. We are we are seeing many many fight cards crop up every weekend, and they're going to gain more and more significance, which we're going to talk about in a few moments. So stand by uh, for that. In fact, a little bit later on, we'll talk specifically about Jamel Herring's upcoming title defense with Jonathan Okendo. Not once, Marquise, but twice delayed due to COVID nineteen positive test by Herring. Are are we sure at the time that we're taping this that the third time is going to be the charm, or is it strike one, strike two, strike three for Herring uh, here? As far as we know, headed to the weekend, this this thing's going to come off in the top-ranked bubble. Later on, we're going to be previewing it, right? 
Absolutely. And so far, I haven't heard anything from uh, the top rank anybody saying or was that this fight scrapped again. Much to their chagrin, thankfully. So this should, this should be ready to go. Yeah, we should have that. So we're going to talk about that fight card. Also, the PBC on Fox fight card that features your Dennis Ugas, the welterweight who desperately wants to get back in the mix uh, with the likes of Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Errol Spence. Uh, you know, upper echelon names. And then there's the stratosphere name of Manny Pacquiao looming at 147. Of course, Terrence Crawford is also there as the unbeaten WBO 147-pound champ. But nobody at PBC is even going to look at him, much less give him the time on their watch or anything else, much less a fight. So for right now, the freeze-out goes on in the in the welterweight division. But Ugas is part of that. And I, I even left out Jamal Shango James uh, as a contender for PBC they're all in the mix uh, fighting together here at uh, at 147, and Ugas fighting a Sunday night fight for PBC on Fox. So uh, we look forward to uh, talking a little bit more about his opponent, Abel Ramos, and that matchup later on in the show. Right now, what do you say we mix it up with some of the news of the week? And uh, we, we talked at the top here uh, about uh, fight cards coming into focus and the uh, the heavyweight division always attracts much more. And it looks like, fine, wait a minute, I'm looking. Do I need binoculars? Uh, Marquise, I can finally maybe possibly see a fight date for unified heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua. And the long-delayed, somewhat-awaited title defense with 38-year-old Kubrat Pulev of Bulgaria. This allegedly coming in December now, delayed since June due to COVID-19. I think I can see that. And is that what that is in the distance? Can you see it as well? Joshua Pulev finally going to happen? I, I think, TJ, uh, too much to, to delight of everyone involved, this fight may finally be done with. The mandatory that nobody wants is finally taking place. And it's funny with this fight taking place also, hopefully in December, of course they're waiting, TJ, as we all know, for Anthony Joshua. And, of course, they're waiting for fans to show up for this thing. So this is it's a slight to be at some point at the end of the year uh, at the O2 with, with, with limited social distancing and everything going on. Because at the end of the day, TJ, they needed money to pay for Joshua. They were joking earlier during the whole, during this whole pandemic. There's going to have this fight on a boat, a fight with a goat, <laughs> fight in, in Saudi Arabia. They, they had they, Hearn's backyard. You name it, this fight was going to happen some way, somewhere, how? Because they need to get this IVF mandatory out the way for Pulev, who had to wait, who had to wait aside for the Joshua Louise rematch for last year. And, he, and he's not taking any more step aside for this. So he wants this fight. He wants his chance at the titles at th- age 37 at this point going on 50 but before it's all said and done. And we're, we all get to see this this uh, Joshua Pulev. And the one thing about this fight, TJ, that's always intrigued me about it, not that this fight is actually taking place. Me and you, and I think we had Ryan O'Hara a while back on the podcast joking about this and how our interest in this fight's not there. It's still not there despite everything going yeah. on. But it's the, it's the idea that this is just one of the many hurdles that they keep get, that will be out of the way in the event Joshua is successful uh, for the ever so delayed and Hollywood hoopla of these Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua is one step closer to it. Yeah, they can possibly be fighting in 2021. Of course, again, we're going to say this 57 more times over the course of the next few weeks on the Take podcast. The uh, right on the course of writing about it. Joshua has to beat Pulev, and much more difficult, Tyson Fury has to beat Deontay Wilder again. I mean, I, I know our our, uh, our British friends, fans, listeners, uh, readers uh, very much want to see Joshua and Tyson Fury, but that lethal right hand of Deontay Wilder still exists, 
And Deontay Wilder is not stepping aside from fighting Tyson Fury. So until Fury beats him again, all the Joshua Fury talk is just fantasy. It's speculation as to whether or not that can actually happen. But finally, they were originally going to fight this fight in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the suburbs of London, North London, but uh, in, in a venue that I actually was in uh, a year ago in October um, for an NFL football game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, playing the Carolina Panthers. 60, 65,000 fans were supposed to be there, Marquise. But again, the pandemic delayed this thing. And Eddie Hearn, as you aptly put it, has been waiting for some kind of fans. It looks like it can be held in the O2 Arena. They are hoping 50% capacity by December where they could have eight or 9,000 fans uh, in there and at least have some live gate revenue for it to happen. It, and the fight will obviously be on pay-per-view uh, as well in England, and also probably on DAZN offered uh, as well. That's not official as of yet. They're kind of going case by case from what I read and from what we understand on Matchroom and DAZN's deal. So the Joshua Pulev, we'll see if it is finalized, if it will be available on DAZN in the United States or not. So we await. We await that one to get made. And again, Wilder Fury allegedly the following week. So Joshua Pulev would be December 12th, Saturday. And Marquise, I don't know about you, quick comment. I mean, that seems like it's on the moon right now. I think you mentioned that interview with Ryan O'Hara and this fight being postponed. I think I've had two birthdays since we had that conversation. <laughs> so December is like on a, a Pluto right now um, about, about having this fight. But allegedly, December 12th, Joshua Pulev, and then potentially the next week in Las Vegas, perhaps at the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, that would be Fury Wilder the following week. So if we can make it to December, we would get bang, bang, huge heavyweight fights in December if we can get there, Marquise, real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And at, at this point, it's, it's we'll have to wait and see on this because it's before Tuesday. It's going to be a case-by-case basis. And it's interesting because we're still waiting on fans to come for the variety shows. I mean, there's been a lot of shows on the smaller scale, teachers, as you know, because we're in here in Florida. Like the wrestling event here, AEW, for example, has like a small capacity crowd, like 10% for their shows. And uh, so small, small time boxing that and at, the, at the club level here has had like capacity of like 10, 15 percent here. So the, the, the fans are slowly getting to, into some of these shows, just at the major ones, like the top rank, which is still doing the shows inside the bubble and PBC, which is still doing for a time being until they can find a way to get out of it. Uh, the shows at the Microsoft Theater at, at, at that sound stage until they can get fans and they can get out of that as well. So they're, they're just waiting at this point in the States here, as you know, just everything to be hunky-dory for that to show up. I think, and as you will, because you cover Tampa Bay Buccaneers football on the season basis, and, and that's around the corner, they're going to wait and see what the NFL does. And if the NFL does it without too much of a hitch, everyone else and their great-grandma is going to Good follow point. suit. Well, but so, right now, most of the NFL is going no fans to start in September for pro football in the U.S. And the plan right now, to your point, is that the PBC fights all the way until December are going to be in bubbles either in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun Casino where Showtime and PBC are putting on the shows. And we're going to talk about the Charlo brothers and their pay-per-view in just a second on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. But also, as you mentioned, in L.A. for the, for the Fox shows, either on Fox Sports or Fox Sports 1, that's where Ugas is fighting Sunday night. No fans, again, at the Microsoft Theater downtown L.A., and that is the plan. Apparently, all the way into December, no fans at any of their fights here in the U.S. They're hoping in England, uh, October, November, the U.K., Europe, Europe, they've already had some fans at some fights. Heck, the Tim Zoo jeff Horn fight in Australia, the junior middleweight non-title fight won by the unbeaten Zoo 
uh, who's the new hottest thing in Australian boxing, that one had over 15,000 fans at an outdoor stadium. So in different countries, in different places they are. In the U.S., though, not right now, but at least for December for the heavyweights, we may see some fans at some of these fights coming up. I mentioned the Charlo brothers. They met with the media earlier this week. Again, they are due to headline together on a rare split pay-per-view through Showtime Network, Premium Cable in the U.S., and Premier Boxing Champions. They both will defend their titles. They will do it in a split pay-per-view with three fights, like in the afternoon U.S. time. Uh, leading up to the early evening. Then they'll take a 30-minute break and have three more fights in the evening session, one pay-per-view price, six total fights, five of them title fights. The Charlos were meeting with the media earlier this week. Jermall Charlo, help me help me here, Marquise, if I screw this up. Jermall Charlo defending his portion of the middleweight title, the WBC middleweight title, against Sergei Derevyanchenko of the Ukraine. That will be the main event, air quotes, of the first three fights in the split pay-per-view. I'm right so far. Am I doing all right? Am I in the middle? Yes. Am I good? Yep. So all right. So good. And then Jermel Charlo will be fighting Jason Rosario in the junior middleweight unification title fight. WBC, IBF, WBA belts all on the line. That is the main event of the second half of the split pay-per-view. So with all of that out of the way, that's coming September 26th, Mohegan Sun Casino. The Charlos were meeting the media earlier this week. You wrote about this some. I wrote about it a little bit. What are your thoughts here as, as they're kicking off the promo here about three, four weeks in advance of the split pay-per-view? Well, first things first, TJ. Uh, we, the Charlos met with the media this week. Uh, don't make any fake news or stories about the Charlos. They they <laughs> they find out and they snuff you out completely. That that was that that that's always fun stuff as well. well, one, one well of the, uh, what you're referring to is there's a couple of media members that have been doing that, and they got on the media call with the Charlos, and the Charlos had had no use for their questions or their times, and basically said, "Next question, get out of my face." Right. Yeah, they did as you will know, TJ. Back in the old days, the old Warren Sapp. Next question, and they got they got immediately removed and Sandman at the Apollo out out out, out the uh, the uh, Zoom the Zoom virtual press conference, which was pretty. Actually, that that was the second highlight of it. The the first highlight actually of it I thought was the fact that Devrachenko is coming in this thinking that third time's the charm. Uh, going to get, get in terms of getting a title shot. This is his first go round of this. I mean, he lost before to Golovkin. He lost before to Jacobs. So at his age, he's just thinking as he turns 35 when, when his pay-per-view, by the time his pay-per-view starts in October, by October, he wants it. He wants it. He wants a chance at the belt. And he, in his way is Charlo. And another, another, another interesting point about this pay-per-view, despite the fact that this being a bizarre day day-night doubleheader thing, which has which is uncharted territory for uncharted times, is the fact that with both Charlo's actually in action, it's both of these fights are really good fights for these guys. And these guys have been known, have been well known and cracked on for the competition they've been facing before. But you can't say that with these, you know, with these, with these title right, battles, especially, right. with, especially with a, with a Charlo Derevyanchenko. Okay, a great well, fight. first of all, all right, so let's throw this out there: Jamal Charlo unbeaten, Derevyanchenko, as you mentioned, challenged for the vacant IBF belt with Jacobs, lost a very close decision, and then a uh -huh. lot of people thought he beat Golovkin when they fought last. Uh, what was that like? September, October. He's been last off obviously October. since then. The only thing, and I've always questioned this, he's a very decorated former amateur. He ran off like 13 straight wins as a professional uh, to get in the ring with Jacobs and then lost. And then he gets in with Golovkin and ultimately doesn't get the decision. 
So bottom line here, he's most known for two losses. He's not known for a significant win here against Jamal Charlo. And one more thing, Jamal Charlo was sitting, and these photos and video are still out there on social media, sitting in front of the old Back to the Future Michael J. Fox, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd DeLorean. He's yes. going to time travel after this is over with, apparently, uh, and go find Biff and, uh, and uh, McFly and everybody McFly. else back in the day in the 50s. So Jamal Charlo, bravo, sitting in front of the DeLorean from Back to the Future while doing the press conference uh, coming up. you got to like that for the fight with Derevyanchenko. And I know you're interested because Jamel Charlo had a press conference again earlier in the week. Jamel Charlo, Jason Rosario, uh, and there I get the sense, I mean, Jamel Charlo used uh, the words, hey, I'm dangerous. I am ready to go prove something here uh, in this fight. I'm ready for bigger paydays. I'm ready to be undisputed 154-pound champ, one weight division below his brother. Uh, what about that? What about that matchup? Because that's the other part of the split doubleheader. That's going to be the interesting one I'm looking forward to on that one, TJ. Only because Rosario won the belts earlier this year against uh, Julian J. Rock Williams, and that was a huge upset in Philadelphia. That probably was at the way this is going in terms of the year. Going to be down as one of the biggest upsets in terms of fights going once it's all said and done. And with that in mind, he's not. A, this isn't a walk over for Charlo to win this fight, and he's lost before. He's not lost at all. to Tony Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And that, and even though even though people want, yeah, that fight's still debatable to a lot of folks. I fought he, I thought he lost the fight. Other folks have said he, he won outright. That's even here or there. But he got the, he got his belt back. So now he's chasing uh, chasing the unification part of it, and with uh, Rosario to, to become undisputed. I mean, of course, there's a a certain 154 pound WBO belt currently owned by uh, Patrick Teixeira that will complete the cycle here. But right, we, we right. know that we know we know that belt doesn't exist. And, right and now, PBC doesn't care. Exactly. They will consider him the undisputed champ even without the WBO belt. Um, and you mentioned Rosario came out of nowhere, little known, Puerto Rican born, uh, already a loss and a draw in his career, but he just took it to Julian J. Rock Williams, who stood in front of him and got battered and beaten and stopped in five rounds. Uh, this is a big step up, though, fighting against Jermel Charlo. And again, those fights coming at the end of the month. You're listening to us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. I am merely TJ Reeves. He is senior writer, bigfightweekend.com, Marquise Johns. However you found the show, uh, whether it is a social media link, whether you uh, found us through our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, sportsgamblingpodcastnetwork.com, their network feed of shows. If you found us there, thank you. Thank you to those guys, Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, all the guys with Sports Gambling Podcast. We will get to some gambling odds. They are long odds for the underdogs in the fights that are coming this weekend. That's a little bit later on in the show. Um, but uh, but also subscribe. Marquise, we want them to subscribe, subscribe. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe. And five-star rate us and review us when you do subscribe, and others will find it as well. I know that in the last few weeks, hundreds of you are now finding the Big Fight Weekend podcast from our relationship with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows. Subscribe to Big Fight Weekend. Just serve uh, search uh, Big Fight Weekend uh, wherever you get your podcast. It'll come up. Subscribe, rate us, review us, find the website. You can find the podcast through the website as well. So again, find us on uh, BigFightWeekend.com or wherever you can subscri subscribe. Do so for us. That will help us out. All right, so we continue with one more uh, interesting nugget, and this is uh, this is a wow factor again. Still no Canelo Alvarez in 2020 so far, this bizarre year with COVID-19, we haven't had a Canelo fight. The last time he was in the ring at the moment is 10 months ago. 
in November with a win as a light heavyweight over Sergey Kovalev. And Marquise, pick it up here. There is more bad blood between Canelo, his promoter Oscar De La Hoya, who let's just say they aren't exchanging Christmas gifts anymore. And no. then DeZone, the streaming service, is now in the middle of this feud because DeZone wants him to take a massive pay cut off his guaranteed money, right? And so right now, no Canelo, and there may be no Canelo perhaps for the rest of 2020. What's up? At the rate this is going, TJ, we may not have uh, that fight at all whatsoever with Canelo coming anytime soon. Canelo, uh, as we all know, is the highest paid person in boxing with this huge contract, which guaranteed $35 million a fight. And of course, with, with, with the pandemic and everything going on, and, and a network of the zone, which is known for their issues and, and well documented at this point, a TJ, as you well know, if I were to tell you the next the zone card that they have slated as, we, as we're recording, what would your guess be? Uh, I, I would say exactly. I, I would. I, I would right say now. I would struggle to to know it without looking, and it's not happening in September right now, right? Currently, it's not in September. They're, they're supposedly the, the report is uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet. They're reportedly make, uh, making an announcement of uh, their, their uh, matchroom boxing's prospect. Uh, uh, Butazi is supposed to be in an action at the end of the month in September. But until then, the only other fight card they have even slated anywhere you could find on the web, TJ, was mid-October, and it's a matchroom day card with Lewis Ritson. That's not paying off for any oh. fights. So needless to say that there's no fight scheduled. I mean, I'm not I'm no disrespect to anything that's on the programming currently, but TJ, I can't pay 20 bucks a month for snooker and cricket and best of oh. fights. That well, and, and they very much wanted him to fight this month at the beginning yes. of the month because they knew that Canelo would represent tens of thousands of subscribers. They could easily get 10,000. They might even be able to get 20 or 30,000 subscribers at 20 bucks a month. And suddenly you're making a, a few million dollars again if you're DAZN, if you can get that. And they can't agree with him. He won't take the pay cut. Right now, very similar to Marquise's deal with BigFightWeekend.com, Canelo making $35 million a fight, <laughs> guaranteed, as you mentioned, the highest paid in boxing, bigger than any heavyweight, any anything. And, you know, I've, I've written about this. We have a source. We have a couple sources. We have a source that told me that Canelo was being told to take more than a 50% pay cut, something like 15 million, 12 million. We would still fight for that. Everybody oh, would yeah. practically fight for that. He won't do it right now. In fact, Canelo's response, I guess, to DAZN essentially, um, you know, I don't know if they're passing notes like in junior high. Do you still like me? Check yes or no. I don't know what they're doing, Marquise, at this <laughs> point. But his response was he's waiting for Anthony Joshua, for any of the other big names, for Terrence Crawford, for, for Lomachenko. He wants to see Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder take a 50% pay cut from what they're supposed to make before he does it. So we got a real impasse. My question to you, DeZone has put up with these shenanigans for basically two years. Mm -hmm. For basically two years, they've essentially gotten one fight out of Canelo. It was last November uh, for almost two calendar years now uh, that we're going along. Well, basically a year and a half uh, by the time this year is up. Is there a possibility that we're headed for divorce here, that DeZone and Canelo come to some kind of financial arrangement and they're no longer obligated to pay him. He's a free agent. What is your speculation, Marquise? My speculation on this, TJ, is that, that they're going to have to find some way to cut bait with this because they, if they can't make any money with him, they're just better off without him, as they would say. And it's interesting with Canelo 
knowing that he's not taking a pay cut because no one else is. And to it, to Canelo's defense, hey, he signed for thirty five million. You know, tough break. So why was why would anybody else? Because everybody else was we don't know uh, the names you mentioned before, the Wilders, the Furies, the Joshuas. They're not taking pay cuts either. So it's not for Canelo to be like, well, I'm not taking one either. So and that, that he and he's 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 entitled to that. The big problem with the zone is, is that they have nothing else to fall back on. Right. And at the end of and at the end of the day, we all know what this is. They were waiting. They they signed Canelo and Golovkin to these big deals, obviously to get their money back on that third fight. To have them and, fight each other, which has not happened for two years. And Golovkin is not at Social Security age yet, but he's climbing towards forty, and it's looking less and less likely that that fight can happen, even in the first part of next year. So you just you just wonder, all right, next level question. And, and we've got friends and colleagues in the, in the media here that work for DAZN. None of us want them to go out of business in the U.S. or overall. I'm not rooting for that. Neither are you. I'm speaking for you. But yeah. if they can't get something done with Canelo here in the next few months, if all they have to fall back on are Eddie Hearn's matchroom cards, I mean, how much is the Joshua fight really going to be worth to them in December? Are they going to survive by the first part of next year with very little subscribers? How long can they float along here under this model with nothing to draw subscribers in? It's hard to see it, TJ, and I hate to sound like the better of bad news, but there's just honestly there's no physical way possible where it's like, let's be honest, TJ, this fight in December, the reason why they were rushing so hard to get this Joshua Pula fight out the way was because they know how much of a stinker this fight is. They can't get rid of it. So they're, now they, the, the goal is to get that fight out the way so they can hopefully get this Tyson Fury card the fight somewhere along the lines be some sort of joint venture that way that may right. interlink the zone with top rank. I'm pretty sure that's going to be another a hack. That, well, they've already agreed in principle, TJ. We'll, we'll see what that means. But in, in, in terms of just bringing some sort of revenue to back to this network that that can actually stay afloat, but not without any of that going on, and where there's no possibility not only of any Canelo fighting uh, TJ in 2021. Any, no possibility of any more Golden Boy cards being announced for 2020 at this point because the one card they had with Jose Linares got canceled because he had COVID and visa Well, and issues. they do. I should make mention, they do have Ryan Garcia, the unbeaten uh, lightweight out of the Golden Boy stable, slated to fight Luke Campbell for the number one, essentially the number one contender spot. They're calling it a championship for the WBC, but Lomachenko is the WBC champ for all uh-huh. intents and purposes here. Uh, so that fight presumably would be October, November, but that may end up being a matchroom card. It may end up being in England. It's not official as of yet. And is that enough to really help jumpstart zone in October or early November, whenever that fight happens, as opposed to Canelo? Again, we, we get it here. If Canelo were to sign to fight somebody, even in early November, like what they had, it would represent 10,000, 20,000 you know, maybe more new subscribers. Do, does a Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell fight represent that? No. no. Do, are there going to be 15, 20,000 people that want to sign up for DAZN in December to watch Anthony Joshua and Kubrat Pulev? I don't see that either. No. You got to have Canelo right now in the next four months. They got to make it happen. That makes something happen. And I know that the, the, the WBC ordered for Canelo the, uh, the greatness of Anya Yidrum. And we all know that fight has <laughs> already Durham, been yeah. poo-pooed. Ex Nate and no thank you. Well, yeah, but, we're not we're not going to pay you thirty five million. We're not going to pay you seventeen million. We might not even pay you three point five million to fight Avni Yildirim at this yeah. point because nobody cares about that. Uh, I I get that. 
uh, on the Canucks. So we'll wait and see what happens with DeZone, and maybe they can rally here. The Hail Mary might happen. They get the fight done. Will it be Billy Joe Saunders, uh, who he was originally supposed to fight before the pandemic? Will it be Callum Smith? There's two British super middleweights that want to fight him. Can they make the deal with Canelo? We will find out coming up. Marquise. And to piggyback, TJ. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Finish. To pick, pick, yeah, to piggyback that theory, uh, and, uh, Mike Coppinger of The Athletic uh, speculated this story that came out earlier today, uh, saying that one of the possibilities was they mentioned that, that apparently the, the, uh, the zone was saying that those names that you just mentioned, the Billy Joe Saunders and the Calum Smiths, apparently aren't premier opponents. Which brings me to my conspiracy theory that I wrote with you a while back on Big Fight Weekend when the greatness of Oscar De La Hoya came back. <laughs> and... And I, he's I, they, saying, they, wait, he's saying he wants to come back at 47 years of age. He hasn't come back yet. But yeah, you've been he, theorizing what now about De La Hoya, who I doesn't think, he doesn't get along as it is right now with Canelo, and you're theorizing what? Oh, absolutely a fight. You bet your bottom dollar I am. And it, and it doesn't help that the zone on your YouTube page has been piggybacking best of Oscar De La Hoya fights to get that, that momentum train running as well. And it's funny, what you, that who doesn't like TJ, the greatness of Stone Cold Steve Austin, in this case played by Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya, taking on uh, Vince McMahon, you know, and Canelo. I mean, it, it's, it, 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 A wrestling it, subplot come to life with, uh, with Canelo and Oscar De La Hoya much like the WWE and Vince McMahon's wrestling, you're rooting for it. I don't, I don't see it being realistic. It's a farce, but we'll but see. Not a, yeah, it's we'll fun. See. It's fun to kick around and talk about. We will wait and see how that plays out. Marquis, stand by. We are going to be talking the Jamel Herring title defense coming in the top ranked show on ESPN and the ESPN Plus app out of the Las Vegas bubble. The PBC on Fox show in Los Angeles features Jordanis Ugas. Uh, coming up, we got much more on those fights here straight ahead on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. For the moment, though, we'll tell you about some of our sponsors, including MyBookie.ag. Okay, did you get some uh, wagers down already on the Major League Baseball that has started up or the NBA and the NHL that's resumed? If not, why not? You've got a chance to be cashing in right now, including with the boxing and the fights. And my bookie has got their deposit match bonus back with a special offer right now here as part of this podcast of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. And the best thing about my bookie is not only this deposit bonus, but when you bet, you win and they pay. So again, whether you're looking over the NBA and what's going to happen here with the Lakers or the Bucks or the Clippers, how about the Trailblazers or Red Hot? Bet on all the games as it's unfolding. National Hockey League that's going on. MyBookie.ag. Join up today if you never have, and MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. Just enter the promo code SGP, get a promo code offer of a thousand dollar match. You put five hundred in, they'll put five hundred to match it. Seven fifty or a thousand, they'll match it. Whatever it is, remember. Make those wagers, live in-game betting, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, the fights this weekend. It's all available at mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. You bet, you win, they pay with mybookie. And we're brought to you in part by our friends at DraftKings. And yes, regular season betting is fun, but now we've got the NBA and the NHL playoffs added into the mix. Is there anything better than exciting one goal, Stanley Cup hockey, or sudden death overtime, Stanley Cup hockey? Come on. Bet all of it with DraftKings right now and be in the center of the action. And millions of dollars in prizes are flowing every which direction throughout the week. 
and daily with DraftKings. If you haven't tried it yet, it's very easy to do. It's daily fantasy. You put your lineup together. You stay under the salary cap. You get your shot at millions of dollars that are in these different prize games. Daily fantasy right in the middle with DraftKings. Right now, download the DraftKings app. Use our promo code SGP and play for free with your first deposit today. Compete for millions of dollars in total prizes that are up for grabs. Combinations of the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, all the different sports, or stick to just one sport, either the hockey or the pro basketball, etc. Use the promo code SGP. Get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes all week long, only at DraftKings. Remember, a minimum $5 deposit will be required. Eligibility restrictions also apply. You can see DraftKings.com for more details. And remember that promo code SGP with DraftKings. We're also brought to you in part by BetQL. If you want to get an advantage over your sports book with the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball back in action, you need to download this app, BetQL. It's the only app you need to make smart bets this season. And they've got some great algorithms, a best bet algorithm that has thousands of data points to give you the top information and the best recommendation on what to wager on. Uh, Whether you're talking about the NBA games, whether you're talking about the UFC pay-per-view this weekend, whether you're talking about the fights that we're talking about on Big Fight Weekend, you go to BetQL, you pick from all of the different uh, data points and recommendations. They're giving you great info, great sharp data to help you make the bet. You can even see where most of the betting public is betting if you want to go the opposite direction. And with BetQL, if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim an exclusive offer from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Again, if you're in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, West Virginia, a special offer awaits you with BetQL. Go to the Apple Store, go to the Google Play Store, download it, enter the promo code SGP, by the way, and you get 20% off your initial subscription. So even more incentive for BetQL. Remember, the promo code is SGP20 and take 20% off with BetQL. And if you've ever thought of owning your own sportsbook but you didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start it up. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. They've got top-notch customer service going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry, and plus... Ace Per Head also has live betting and a great mobile experience. You can get started today. Ace is offering six weeks free, by the way. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more. And we're brought to you in part by Manscaped. Okay, they've got the best in below-the-waist grooming at Manscaped. Precision-engineered tools for the family jewels. They obsess over technological developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. So I can tell you this, cutting edge technology, you don't want to mess around down below the belt. This engineering team has spent over 18 months perfecting their best trimming devices ever. And when when we say premium, we mean premium on this. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes so that you can make sure that you take care of everything. You don't have to constantly recharge. It's waterproof. All the manscaping devices, they've got all kinds of different technological advancements 
And don't forget about the charging stand. Show off your loud and proud mower intensity type Manscaped tool that's designed to be convenient in its charging dock and powered by USB. So I want you to experience this firsthand. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the promo code SGP20 to do that. Go to manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. SGP20 saves you 20%. It ships for free. So once again, take care of it. Your family jewels will thank you with Manscaped. We're back on Big Fight Weekend. Now, here's your host, TJ Reeves. We are back in once more. I am joined by senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, Marquise Johns. Follow him at Week Sauce Radio. Reminder, however you found the show, subscribe, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. If you're hearing us for the first time through the Sports Gambling Podcast and their network, feed of shows sportsgamblingpodcast.com if you found us on their website through a link subscribe just search big fight weekend wherever you get podcasts Uh, apple podcast spotify google podcast take 10 seconds to subscribe take take 30 seconds and give us a quick five-star rating and review that you love the show more people will find us we thank you for finding us however you did and with that out of the way week saw so you ready to talk some fights for this weekend are you good are you good to go Absolutely. Bring it on, TJ. All right. So we've joked at the beginning of the podcast. uh, It looks as though it is happening. Again, if you know differently, we taped the podcast in advance of the weekend here. Jamel Herring has twice tested positive for COVID-19, the WBO junior uh, welterweight champ. So we're we're anxious to watch him uh, in action, or junior lightweight champ, excuse me, for Jamel Herring. It is the third attempt at this title defense with Jonathan Okendo, who's in the WBO's top 10. They tried to have the fight uh, two different times in July and early August, and both times he tested positive for COVID-19, scrapping the fight. Now the fight this weekend, Labor Day weekend in the Las Vegas bubble. Uh, Marquise, tell me more about Herring and Okendo. We believe this one coming off uh, here for the WBO belt. Absolutely, TJ. This fight finally looks like we could be third times the charm with this one. They were trying to get this done during the uh, summer during these bubble shows for uh, for Herring. And this is one of those fights for Herring. Is that it's a mandatory that he wanted to have, have something to do in the meantime What during the whole pandemic took place. Eventually, they bring up down the line a fight for him taking on Carl Frampton. There we Carl go. Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton a couple of weeks ago uh, defeated uh, late replacement uh, Dwayne Twainer in seven rounds of, of uneventful action there. But he won, so it's one in advance. And it's the same thing for Jamel Herring, where if he wins, he advances to face Herring, which top rank and Bob Ring has already said uh, that fight would happen at some time, either late October, November, somewhere down the line if, they, if, if Herring wins this weekend. That's you would, what's on the think, line with this you would think they would give Herring at least a couple of months. It's probably a late November or December thing to fight Carl Frampton. They were supposed to fight in Ireland and then the pandemic hit, and then they were trying to have this this herring fight in the bubble to have the possibility of maybe September, October would be the Frampton fight, and it's now been twice delayed. All right, for our friends of the Sports Gambling Podcast, and again, we take a look at the odds, uh, we acknowledge this fight is not a 50-50 fight. Herring is supposed no. to win. Okendo is a lightly regarded contender. Herring minus 1,100. Uh, I, I don't think there's much drama here. We believe Herring should win, barring something bizarre like a cut, something like that. Herring should win this fight. I, you're you're more intrigued by what here in Herring Okendo from a from a wagering standpoint. 
Outside of this thing going to distance, TJ, there's no other play on this fight. Uh, Herring is facing Okendo. Okendo, to give people a background who have not seen him in action, uh, Herring's last mandatory opponent was Lamont Roach. Lamont Roach beat Okendo before that to be the challenger of Herring to begin with last year. Wow. So it's more of the same with this. So I expect nothing different along those lines. A, a tactical event here where I think Herring wins this by wide decision by either like 9-3, 10-2. It's going to be one of those fights, TJ, and I expect a lot of that to go on just because of that. All right, and Herring is a former U- U.S. Marine, although he corrected me on social media. There's no such thing as an ex-U.S. Marine. You're always a Marine. That's, He's oh, just yeah. not active. He's not in active duty with yeah. the Marines. Uh, and you've been around him. You were around him about a year and a half ago when he won the belt Memorial Day weekend in Kissimmee, Florida, defeating uh, Ido, the Japanese opponent, uh, by yeah. decision. You were there. Tell me more about being around him because I know this is very special that he's got a championship belt and he's defending it coming Saturday night in Las Vegas. Absolutely, TJ. And the one thing that Herring does, uh, and it's funny because you know, TJ, because we live here in the United States, they always seem to tend to, with Top Ring, always tend to have Herring fight around, you know, American holidays, i.e., this weekend with Labor Day, Veterans Day was last year against Vermont Roach. He won a title when I saw him at Kissimmee last year on Memorial Day weekend. Right. It's 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 kind of funny how they have, have they have him themed up like that. It's one of those great stories about him with that. And also with Herring and his camp, Herring's camp is uh, the ones with top rank with, with the world champions with him, with Brian McIntyre, the head trainer, of course with Terrence Crawford. He trains with those guys, Maurice Hooker. It's a lot of those guys out there, and it's it's a, it's a it's a staple of Omaha, and they just they just. Hey, if you know, uh, it's a good point that you make. If you know your World War II history earlier this week at the time we're taping was the uh, really the official end of of World War II victory over Japan. uh, V uh, VJ Day, as it's known, they signed the uh, the concession or, or the surrender of the Japanese the first week in September 1945. Uh, so that, that that's around a U.S. military uh, World War II holiday, or or at least a significant occurrence uh, for Herring in this fight with Okendo. So again, that's the main event uh, coming at the MGM Grand Convention Center in the top rank bubble coming on Saturday night uh, through ESPN and the ESPN Plus app uh, for that showdown. So again, you've got your eyes on. Uh, let's see if that one goes the distance. Or not the the only play might be what's the under over on rounds and we can't find a round prop right now. It, it, would the round prop be the tenth round, maybe even the eleventh round for the under over? We can't find that for Herring Okendo right now at the time we're taping, but that one should be able to go uh, the decision. All right, so again, that's the ESPN yeah. fight card, the PBC on Fox fight card uh, coming from Los Angeles. Uh, your Dennis Ugas in a welterweight showdown with Abel Ramos. And again, for betting purposes, for our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast, or if you like to wager, we'd love to lie to you and tell you this is not a one-sided betting affair, but all I got to say is minus 1,800 is the line to take Ugas. In other words, you got to wager uh, right now $1,800 to win 100 bucks. Uh, on this, uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, or eight. Yeah, you got to wager eighteen hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks. Ugas is that big of a favorite over Ramos. Size it up a little bit for me. It's the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. It's Sunday night in the PBC Fox coverage. Uh, what do you think uh, here? Uh, Week sauce is Ugas going to take him out? Is this is this likely a decision? What do you think? 
No, I think Ugas stops Ramos in this fight, TJ. And what it is with this one, and the reason why it's such a huge, a huge favorite, why Ugas is pretty much what eighteen hundred. Jesus, that's that, that that's that's pretty wide. Uh, the fight that Ugas is facing, this is for Ugas a second stay busy fight for him this year. Much, I mean, to his to his credit, because the pandemic, he wants to stay active. Uh, this his last fight was against Mike Dallas Jr., which was you know another, another stay busy fight that you had earlier before the pandemic broke, where he stopped him in seven rounds of a fight that probably could have ended in four. To be honest with you, the ref just wanted to see what was going on. Uh, this is going to be more of the same with this one. TJ, what, what the reason Ramos is such an underdog in this one, those who don't remember, he was the one who won this fight uh, back in February on the co-main event of uh, Caleb Plant versus Vincent Feigenboots uh, with the last-second knockdown of Bryant Perella literally seconds before the fight was over. Like I think the official time of the knockdown stoppage was 2.57 in the 10th wow. round. Wow. And, 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 and in that fight, TJ, he was down for about, out of, out of those uh, 29 minutes, uh, 28 of it. So it's going to be more the same with that. And with Ugas, this fight, TJ, as you know, with PBC, it's for the, uh, wait for this, the WBA regular title. But <laughs> Again, first- not, and we should specify, not a world championship. Manny Pacquiao has the world title belt. They got like six versions of the WBA belt now because Shango, Jamal James, has one of them too. From the, w- yes. the WBA is like Oprah giving away the cars, right? Remember on that famous Oprah Winfrey show, you get a car and you, car. Get, a car. you get a WBA welterweight belt, you get a WBA welterweight belt, you get a WBA welterweight belt. Again, it's a 12-round fight. They, they can say whatever. It's a it's not a title that's worthwhile. Yeah, but it, Ugas is looking for Sean Porter in a rematch, right? He'd love Keith Thurman. He'd love to get in the mix somehow for the name Errol Spence down the road. The only way that's going to happen is if he wins this fight and looks somewhat impressive, right? Absolutely. And also keep in mind, TJ, with those names as well, you mentioned also Jamal Shango James. Uh, keep that in mind as well because Shango's looking for revenge on the loss that he has against Ugas a couple of years back. And He's in the top of this WBA ranking list as well, and uh, with with this title placement fight that they have for for Ugas, it's going to put him in that whole that whole logjam of WBA shenanigans at 147. So that's that, that's going to be the end game for all these guys down the line. Man, oh man! All right, so Ugas is heavily favored uh, to win this one. That's for sure. Got to bet eighteen hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks on him for this one. Uh, take your chances <laughs> on that. That'll about wrap it up for this edition of the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Did we cover pretty much everything here? A lot of news, notes, and info. We want to encourage them keep reading the site, right, Marquise? And we look yes. forward to the fight cards this weekend and for later on in September, getting much, much more thrilling and exciting. Did we cover everything? Are we good? Are we ready for the fights this weekend? Pretty much, TJ. Just one fight note as well. On the ESPN Plus undercard of Jamel Herring Akendo, uh, keep an eye on, his, on the heavyweight Jamal, the real big baby Anderson, uh, TJ. He's in action on the undercard against Rodney Hernandez. A big step up in competition for him. So we're actually giving him a real fight to see where he stands, uh, former, Olymp- former Olympian. So outside of that, there's really that's, that's what I got on my end for the fight. So I'm just looking forward to seeing all of it going down. And again, for Jared Anderson, the real big baby, he's won, what, two fights already in the top-ranked bubble this summer, looking for another yes. one. He's a young guy. He's only fought a few times. We'll keep an eye on him on the undercard of Herring Okendo on ESPN Plus for Saturday night. All right, there you go. Uh, so we are ready for the fight cards coming this weekend. Week Sauce, great job here. We encourage everybody to read the site one more time. Tell them about it. Absolutely, TJ. BigFightWeekend.com, your source for everything boxing news, past, present, and future. Keeping an eye on the fights this weekend, keeping on anything that's going on, anything that's breaking, anything of interest. Hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll find out at some point this weekend if that 
Tyson Jones debacle ever gets off the ground. I'm hoping <laughs> they finally keep it grounded as they squeeze they shit over the weekend. The legends. Will the legends ever be in the ring? It's allegedly November or maybe not at all because they realize no one wants to pay for it. They're not going to make any money. Uh, yeah. We will We will see. Marquise, great job. Follow him at Weak Sauce Radio. Love the Twitter handle, at Weak Sauce Radio. He's a great follow. Any and all fights that are going on on the weekend, Marquise is keeping up with it. Great job. Thank you, partner. I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. Always, TJ. Thanks for having me on. There we go. And that'll do it for this edition of the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Again, thanks to the Sports Gambling Podcast folks and through their network feed. Subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. We'll come back next week and get you ready for another uh, weekend of fights and fight cards. We're getting better ones that are coming throughout the next three to four months and before the end of the year. For now, enjoy the fights this weekend, including Herring Okendo for the WBO uh, Junior Lightweight Championship that's coming Saturday night. We look forward to that one, and we look forward to being back with you on the Big Fight Weekend Podcast. Bye.